Champions and good day. I'm Jerome Brazier Carter, and I pray that I found you in good health and spirits today. Just know this. If something is bothering you today, can I say, take it to God, and he will come to your aid and solve any ailment or issue that you may have. Amen? If you don't mind, please allow me to start like this. I was at the golf range the other day at a private course, hitting some golf balls at the practice range, and I found myself hitting at a station between two gentlemen who didn't look like me, and I not like them. We were of different ethnic and racial makeups. But at the time, we were all in the same golf range enjoying the game of golf. When all of a sudden, the two men that were hitting on both sides of me on the range, they moved to a bench located behind me, relegate themselves to taking a keen interest in me hitting the golf balls for some reason. They had literally stopped hitting on each side of me and began intently watching me hit golf balls. Unbeknownst to them, I too was keenly aware that they were eyeballing me as well. So when I stopped to take a break, and start some new music in my headphones that I was wearing. That appeared to be the opening they needed to approach me and start a conversation with me. They initially complimented me on how well I hit the ball, and said I seemed to be an accomplished golfer, and they asked me initial information about how long I had been playing. But after their initial compliments, their attention and questioning quickly moved to more inquisitive tone towards me, and not in an inviting way. They were more dismissive, and not welcoming at all. One of the men asked, who are you and where are you from? We exchanged names, but two more times during this interaction, they asked me again, where did you say you were from again? That seemed to be something that they both were keenly interested in. So today I want to talk to you from the thought of where you're from is not that important to God. And our main scripture comes from John 1, 43 through 46. And it reads as follows. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the Torah and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Additional scriptures will come from Zechariah 4 and 10. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. In the text, Nathan asked Philip, can anything good come out of Nazareth? We must understand the thoughts of and about Nazareth at the time of Jesus. It was considered a place southwest of the Sea of Galilee in a very small community probably less than about 500 people during Jesus' lifetime. It was located north of Jerusalem, well beyond Samaria. Being so small and not adjacent to any major city, it was the last place one would expect anything interesting to happen. Understand, calling someone a Nazarene would have been like referring to them as a country bumpkin, a hillbilly, and that would not be in a good connotation of a person. So anyone coming from a place like Nazareth came with a label, already assigned and attached to them, all due to where they were from, in this case, Nazareth. I wonder if that sounds familiar to anyone listening to this, how labels can be assigned and attached to you, all due to where you're from. In today's society, there are places that if a person or people say they come from, they too are attached and assigned a label, as people are quick to label and tag people that come from places different than they do. Like, for example, our ghettos 
and our trailer parks and slums and other places people may live. People from places like these given labels as poor, uneducated, and less than the ones who come from wealthy, prosperous, or middle-class environments. These places can be spoken of and about just as we heard in the text. Nothing good comes out of those areas, as well as being called derogatory names and assigned labels such as trailer park trash and hood rat labels. So I believe being a Nazarene then is like carrying one of those labels around with you today. In the text, Nathan assigned a label to the city of Nazareth as nothing good coming from there. Although many scholars say Nathaniel's statement was nothing more than a sarcastic remark. Can I say this to you? A sarcastic remark from one towards another can cut like a hot knife through butter. Because to be known as a country bumpkin, a hillbilly, trailer trash, or hood rat, these slight digs, talking down to, making fun of, and labeling someone with them, especially by ones that feel and think they are more than others, looking and wanting to build themselves up by tearing someone else down with labels. And do you know this can and does cause scarring, damage, and inflict long-lasting hurt and insecurities to another person? Remember the power of the tongue. In the text, Scripture shows and tells us how Nathan felt or thought upon hearing Philip say, we found him. Nathan didn't make it about him. He made it about the place he was from. Nothing good comes out of Nazareth. Not attacking the person, but attacking where the person is from. That attack on where he was from was a wider range of hurt and insecurities inflicted on more people than if he would have just attacked the person personally. Because now he's labeling and attacking a whole city. These words spoken by man, but from the thought and mind of an enemy, sarcastically or not. Do you know the enemy often uses the voices of some to inflict wounds on others? or attempt to sow seeds of doubt, depression, insecurities, and discouragement into you? Understand the enemy's attacks can be subtle, but can be devastating to the mind, spirit, and psyche of a person or persons, and even Christians. When Christians begin to understand, the enemy's tactics are always designed to prevent you from being all God has called you to be, said that you are, and perfecting you to become. His attacks on Christians are a subtle reminder to thwart your growth, belief, and trust in Jesus. He attacks you in areas to remind you of who you were, the things that you've done, and many times where you've come from. Nothing good comes out of Nazareth, attacking where Jesus came from. Do you know a simple whisper to your spirit from him in the area of where you have come from? Nothing good comes from a trailer park, a ghetto, a slum from that side of the track or that family can cause you to question what God has told you, shown you, and called you to be. We're dealing with a cunning and conniving foe that has mastered the art of depression, doubt, discouragement, and implanting insecurities within you. He has a PhD in these areas. And Christians have to be aware of his tactics and schemes. Can I go back for a moment and bring this to your attention? But if you don't mind, I'm gonna stop right here and I'll bring it to your attention the next time we speak. So until then, be blessed.